What is going on, guys? This is Sports Society coming back at you with another episode, a very special episode. Today, we are having Jackson Francois on, D1 basketball player for the University of Missouri. Um, this is a big episode for us, and it's awesome to have a guest on like Jackson, who's behind the scenes. He's with the team. Um, and so to hear his perspective um, of the season so far and moving forward is going to be really special. And um, I'm really excited for it, and you guys should be too. The Tigers are coming off a huge win against number 16. Um, and uh, and without further ado, we're just going to bring him right in. By the way, thank you to everybody for the support. It's awesome to see, and here he comes. Should be loading in. I just admitted him. And he's joining. I'm not quite sure where he is. His Wi-Fi may be a little slow, so bear with us. But here Jackson comes. Um. By the way, happy holidays to everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. This is probably going to be posted just following Christmas. Um. And is now and here he is. Jackson is currently connecting. Jackson. Hello, hello. I cannot hear you right now. If you can hear me. Jackson's joining us from the airport, by the way. Oh, I think I can hear you. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Perfect. Awesome, well, uh, how was your how's your time going? Yeah, of course. It's of course. good. It's good. It's like a good week. Been busy at all or no? Just just basketball stuff? Uh shit. We just, I just went to the bowl game. Uh, so I'm in Tampa trying to get back to Columbia. Christmas, I got you. So. How's the weather there? Is it any better? About thirty-five. It's not. It's not too warm, but it, it's better, better than a. Uh, it was minus eight in St. Louis. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. Well, um, first off, I want to congratulate you and the guys for the win against number sixteen Illinois. That is really, sure. really awesome. And uh, us Mizzou fans are proud of you guys right now for what you're doing. And uh, to get started on the eleven and one streak is is really cool. Yeah, it's something that's really fun. Um, it's fun to be able to experience that, be a part of that. And, you know, like that game means a lot to a lot of people. And it's fun to win that for not just us, but like the city of St. Louis stands. I gotcha. Yeah, cool. So uh, you're a freshman with me, obviously. So um, how was your first semester at Mizzou? Well, well, I mean, I, I it's fun. It's, you know, it's an adjustment from high school, of course, but it's something. So it's really fun. Um, I love every, really love every part of it. In all honesty, I love being able to you know, go fight with my guys and practice every day and uh, show what we can do on and off the court. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And um, in terms of like your classes, are they any different than normal, you know, everyday students, or is it is it still the same thing? 
And it's still the same thing. I'm in like the A1500 and it's got like 600 people in it. Like then, I'm in huge lectures. I don't get any rest of the weary on classes. Yeah. So what's your major? Are you are you a business major? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, me too. Um, what time did you have that class? What time did you have the A15? I had I had the six o'clock with Tim. Okay, I had the five o'clock shoot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you have the person that talked all the time in your class? Yeah. yeah I saw that. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he was a big talker, but oh well. Um, that was last semester. Um, so pretty excited for next semester. And um, so something I've heard from some of my my friends, one of my friends is a, is a D1 athlete at a smaller university. And he says that like, um, especially athletes are treated differently by the teachers than than like normal students. Do you, do you see that or is it more of the same? Um, I really feel like we're kind of treated the same. Oh, like, I'm a, like, I'm yeah. not, you know, I got you. Star, right? So I think, I think we're treated relatively now, like if we're gone for a game, I think they give a little bit of leeway for that. And I think that's mm-hmm. fair. So, but I feel like we're treated fairly. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. And I think that's the way it should be. Um, now, why why did you choose business? Why why was business what you wanted to do? It's you can do so many things with business. It's yeah. like it, it kind of puts off what I actually want to do for my couple of years because I have a business degree. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man, and that's similar to what I'm I'm doing. That's the reason um that I'm getting into business. And is there anything specific that you want to get into, or just uh, I'll probably end, I'll probably end up working in sports or something like that. So. Cool. Yeah, it should be. And that's what business degree is helpful for. I got you. Yeah. So um, we can start to move into basketball if you'd like to. And um, sure. first thing I got up is how did you get into basketball? Uh, I've, I've played my whole life. My dad played basketball. I've been around sports my whole life. So it like it was – I was always going to play basketball. And yeah. I, I just have to be really energetic on a basketball floor. So – really helps with what role I have yeah cool man um that's similar to me I was into basketball and I I played all throughout high school but obviously I haven't gotten to the level that you're at so um what are your strengths on the court like whenever a team's when, like whenever a team has a scouting report on you what do you think they're talking about a scouting report on me that's probably a good thing that means I'm doing something right um yeah. I I say like I'm I'm a high energy guy like I I'm here to bring energy and then on the court I I go sit and shoot but really my role is especially as a freshman to bring energy. Yeah, yeah I've seen that you're you're obviously a freshman so you don't get too much action on the court but you're you play a big role with the energy on the team and um, that's really awesome to see and I can tell if you get into the game that you're a dead eye and you can you can really knock down <laughs> shots. So um, yeah. I, I try to put it up. That's for sure. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, well, yeah. That being said, in in high school, was there like a game that stuck out to you where you hit a bunch of threes, or like, what's your highest amount of threes in a game that you had? Uh, AAU, I probably hit. Okay. Probably, probably hit like eight or seven games. Um, wow. High school, our high school was really good, so we played. We had like thirteen D one players on our team, so we were able to play a bunch of big games. That was really yeah. fun. Wow, 13, that's crazy. Um, well, that's awesome. So so you'd say you're, when you're on the court, your strength is shooting and bringing 
um, like, I don't know, bringing energy on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think talking, it's a, it's a huge underrated part of basketball, and it's something Coach Gates really emphasizes, and mm-hmm. I think that um, it's gotten so I'm 10 times basketball player was my guy here, which is my breakthrough competition. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that uh, he really emphasizes is talking in competition and talking yeah. and like that. So. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Now, um, speaking of Coach Gates, it's been awesome to see um the transformation of the team you know we've only got three guys returning from last year's team a lot of people don't know that and um Gates has been able to lead us in the right direction can you talk about some of the things that he does in order to get the team you know ready for some of these games yeah he's I mean he's awesome he makes everybody feel important it's something that great leaders do yeah I think he's he's got you know he's got his things and our age core values and something he's really pushed um I think that's it's really helped us be we're just connected as a basketball family. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. He seems like a, a big players coach, which is something that's always good for the team. And um uh, and uh and so yeah, he and he just seems like a, a, a class guy, a real class guy. So that's what we're looking for at Mizzou, and I think that we've got a bright future with him, uh, especially. So um that being said, talking about the teams, um what what do you think is your team's like strengths on the court. What do you guys like really, really um, focus on whenever you're practicing and then when you're playing? Um, we uh, we're able to be aggressive. I think that's yeah. something that really helps, and I think that's something where you play with, you know, you play not in fear. I think that's something that really we're good at. Mm-hmm. Good at sharing the basketball. You you can look at a chart and you see our assist metrics or damn near our long country. Yeah. So it's. We're able to share that, so I think that's something that speaks for itself. And you just watch us play, you play with so much joy and connectedness. And I think that's something that's, especially for a team with a lot of transfers, it's something that's really awesome. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you can see these up here. I'm, I'm, my whole family's Mizzou, all of Mizzou fans. So I've been watching Mizzou for a while, and this year especially, it seems like you guys are sharing the ball um, at a really high level, and that's really awesome to see. Um, but yeah, especially on the defensive end, you guys are you guys are always bringing up pressure. You're always um, uh, pressing. Why do you think Gates is doing that? Um, and what do you think the game plan is? Just speeding up the other team, or or what's going on with that? I think it helps us play aggressive. I think you know, mm-hmm. our, we're always playing ourselves. And I think you know to play aggressive and play fast, or we can go get steals. We lead the country in steals, so some that's yeah. like, some that's awesome. Great turnovers get transition yeah um yeah certainly a lot of steals and that's awesome to see so um a great start to the year I think it was uh I think you guys were nine and0 or 10 and0 going into Kansas then that game was rough but then after that you guys rebounded very well what, what was it like um, kind of being in the locker room and having to rebound after that Kansas game if we don't we don't take the losses at all we, we mm-hmm. use the lesson right so yeah I thought it was pretty evident, like from UCF game, the Illinois game, that we were able to learn a lot, and it helped us. We played better because of it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we were watching the the UCF game live here, and uh, and uh, when when Cole sent the shot, we all we all went crazy over here. It was it was really awesome to see, and you guys had a similar reaction. And uh, so yeah, that was that was really exciting to see for you guys. And 
I think that was just a really solid win against, uh, you know, a, a definitely a March Madness team for sure with UCF. Yeah, they're definitely a tournament team. They're, mm-hmm. they're talented. They're good. And, uh, that, that was a huge win, huge shot. Sure. We, yeah. we had a similar reaction to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw you guys. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really great. Um, so, so what does a win like that bring to the team, uh, especially after the Kansas loss? What does that bring to the team uh, going into the future games? Just give you confidence, right? So mm-hmm. we're we're already a really confident group. You see the buy-in work and beat a team that good. That that's helpful. That's yeah. Where it turns, you turn. We call it an NCAA tournament game. It's an NCAA tournament win. Turn that. You beat another good team that's really good. String together. Yeah. So we can get into the Illinois game because I know that you probably want to talk about that game especially um what was in the illinois game what did you guys do because the game really was never close it was just domination so what what were you guys doing that would um limited them what were you guys doing to score on them um efficiently and you know especially in the first half got off to a big lead yeah i thought uh that we just we played played the way like we didn't play our best, and there's always room to play for other perfect basketball games. But we we played with, we played free. I thought we, we played connected. You know, we always say the most connected team in this game. It was, it was pretty obvious early in the game that we weren't going to lose that game. So yeah. I thought I'll like you knew you knew going into the game we weren't going to lose that game. Yeah, we had a we had a big game, um, and it's been a little bit of time coming for for Kobe, especially Kobe had a huge game. Can you talk about some of the stuff that Kobe does for the team? Because he's one of the returners. Um, and, you know, a lot of Mizzou fans are saying he he's the best player on the team. So what, what does Kobe do? Is he, you know, is he leading a lot? And um, what's his effect on the team? He leads. And you, there's a reason, like, he's the captain. We have, we have a couple captains. We have four captains. Mm-hmm. We have Ben Sternberg. We have Dre Golston. We have Kobe Brown. We have Nick Honor. And we have Trey Gomez. Uh, and so that's really – that's a big deal to our brother. And so all four of them lead. But you can tell Kobe, like, he's been here. He knows what Columbia is. He's able to help us. Lead. He leads by example. And he's able to lead Kobe. If, like, we have a team that ever – 10 players can go score 20 points on any given night. So it's Kobe's turn to shine. And, you know, he, yeah. He definitely, definitely shines. Sure. He doesn't lose to Illinois. Yeah, it was um early on. It was Mosley, and then Hodge caught fire one game. I remember that I went to, and he had thirty, and then Kobe obviously the last game. So it does feel like at any in any uh, game we can have another player that just pops off, and uh, that's really exciting to see. So um, what do you think that Gates has done to find so much success um, in the transfer portal, but also with recruiting? Uh, he instills confidence, and not just us as a player but in our program right so he's able to he's, he's real he's, he's yeah. real he's he's someone that instills confidence and he makes us play the way we can play if you're a recruit there's no reason you wouldn't want to go score 100 points a game <laughs> and beat beat rivals by 30 points it's like yeah why wouldn't you want to yeah that's a great point and um you guys are blowing a lot of teams out of the water you're, you're scoring at such a high rate right now um I would. I haven't looked at the metrics in a while, but you guys were like number one or number two in scoring, I think, in the entire country, which is um, a testament in itself to 
the work ethic that's being put in, the players we got, and what kinds of things we're doing on offense. Is there anything um, different that Gates is doing, especially on the offensive end, that you've seen before in basketball? We just we run really fast. I think it starts with our defense for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're able to get stops, we're able to get out, and we're able to get get easy shots in transition. And we have players that don't play about with transition. Yeah. players that can just go support the basketball, especially one on one situations. Yeah, it seems like we have a lot of runouts, which is really it's exciting to watch, and it's also a quick way to score. Um, and so I think it's like a good a good way to kind of answer teams who maybe have just scored is to just score right away. And that's, um, you know, that's really awesome to see, but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty awesome that you guys are off to this great start. And um, it's awesome to see that you're doing well with your first semester as well. I appreciate it. As long as you're doing good, I'm doing good. I think everyone's happy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, thank you for coming on my man. Uh, that's, that's pretty much all I got. And uh and good luck in the future. And we're, we're all watching. We're all in your corner, man. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, sorry I was a little late, but no, it's so all much. good. We roll, we roll with it. And, you know, we, uh, the show goes on. Awesome. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, man. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Um, everybody, this is just really, really special. Um, you are hearing me on my new mic, new and improved mic. Um, you're going to have to let me know if you hear a difference. Um, my last Zoom crashed with Jackson. Now, thank God we do still have the clip, so we delivered that to you. And here's the second segment um, we are going to go through with Luke Talor, who we previously had on, um, one of the bigger Mizzou basketball fans that I know, and we're going to predict the record um, the rest of the way through the season. And so he's in the waiting room right now. I want to thank you guys for uh, listening to the Jackson interview. Obviously, we were very blessed to have him on. Uh, that being said, here comes Luke Talor. Luke. Luke. What's up? How are we doing, my friend? Oh, we're doing great. Doing oh, yeah. great? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. All right. Do I sound any better? Oh yeah, it sounds great. Sounds great. All right. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, well, we're just. I told. I briefly uh, gave an introduction before. This is the second part to the Jackson Pod. To be completely clear, um, so we're going to continue with that trend, and we're going to get into Mizzou basketball. Um, basically what I've got planned is just, um, predictions, um, going through the SEC schedule and then where you think we're going to end up, um, in the latter part of the season, um, in the NCAA tournament, where do you think we're going to be ranked? Um, I think that would be pretty interesting. And so I'm just going to pull that up real quick. And would you like to, uh, say anything before we get started? Well, I was after the KU game that I went to, I lost a little bit of hope because we really kind of got punched in the mouth. But maybe it was just a thing we needed because since that game, I mean, we looked amazing against Illinois. Like, that's the best basketball they've played in the last five years. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was one of the best games I've watched. 100%. Um, I agree with you 
uh, fully and even to your point about being worried after the Kansas game, I, I was as a Mizzou fan, I was I thought the season was wrapped, to be quite honest, after the Kansas really um, after all the hope. Kansas, all hope was lost. I was like, this team, they just can't compete. But you know, they really um showed some heart. I think that's the Dennis Gates era. I think you can come to expect that type of fight. And uh going forward, I'm I'm very excited to see how this team fares with some good SEC competition. Um and so the first game, the, our next game um, coming up tomorrow, I believe, is um, Kentucky. Now, by the way, before I get into all these games, I do want to say something. Most of these episodes I'm releasing, I've recorded previous and I'm um, releasing later. So if the time is all switched up, it's because I've recorded these earlier. So I just want to put that out there before we begin. So currently we are recording this on... December 27th, the day before the Kentucky game. This will release the day after the Kentucky game so we can see if our prediction is correct. Um, to be clear, this one's at Mizzou. And Luke, you can take the floor here. So uh, Kentucky isn't like – like Kentucky's still a great team. But mm-hmm. like Kentucky doesn't feel like Kentucky, if you know what I mean. I know what you're saying. This year. So I think we have a very good shot. Some teams – I mean some like betting websites and like – uh, sports analysts have us favored in that game. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people are the the way I see it. We have two or three solid wins. Other than that, it's cupcakes. Um, yeah, but this this Illinois win was a big one, and I think that that's really boosting us. I think that's the reason that we're favored um, in some instances. But yeah, Kentucky does not look as good uh, as they previously have, but they're still. They still got Coach Cal. Um, they've still got five stars, and so um, for that reason, I think we, I think we lose in a close one. But I just want to defer to you. I, I want to hear what you have to say. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. I think it's not going to be one of those games where coming in in the second half, you're like, "This game is over. It's a wrap." I think it's going to be coming down to the final seven, five minutes of the game. Hundred percent, and. Uh, I think I do think we are going to fall short because I feel like we're kind of riding this like high wave of like we just killed Illinois and all of that. But I think it's going to come going to come calm down a little bit, if you know what I mean. It it depends on us on the offensive end, um, because if you look at all of our games, we're letting up similar points and and. Pretty much all of our games. Um, now, some of the games are like an exception. Like we we let up ninety one points against uh, Southern Indiana, who shot the lights out. Granted, but most other than that, we're letting up sixty one, sixty two points. So you can expect that from our defense. Um, however, you know we're we're lighting up the scoreboard. As a lot of people know, we're, we're in the nineties consistently, hundreds um, even in some in some games and. Um, so I think if our offense is firing on all cylinders, I do think that we have a real shot to beat them. If it's not, I think it'll be tough. I think it'll be a grind fest. And um, yeah, so I think I do think we lose in a close one because I don't think we're there yet. But I'm very happy with the win over Illinois. Um, that being said, uh, we move to Arkansas, who I think is already better than Kentucky. And um, that one's in Fayetteville as well. And I'll defer to you first if you want to. So Arkansas whenever I was watching them beginning of the year, when they were fully healthy, I'm like, dude, we might lose by a hundred to this yeah. team. Like, 
we can put up 90 points. They can put up 190 points. Like it's, they're so ridiculous. They have talent everywhere, either that's freshmen or mm-hmm. it's returning seniors. But Brazil going down was interesting. He's out for the year towards yep. ACL. Former Done. Missouri Tiger. Rip. Let him go. That's the one. That's the one that got away for us. To be Definitely. quite honest. One player we had to keep from last year and we let him go. Yeah. Which was. But in Arkansas, you know, coming off the Kentucky close game, I don't want to say this, but I kind of see us kind of losing by double digits in this. I, I was going to say, whatever, if we do lose the Kentucky game, I, I think we, um, I do think that we, uh, we, it might get ugly with, with Arkansas because they're just so, they're so skilled. Um, obviously, Nick Smith Jr., the, the freshman that they have, especially, um, you know, the recruiting at Arkansas has just gotten pretty absurd. So, yeah, I do think we lose that one. So, um, the last, the next two games are 0 2 for me, but I do think we rebound and I think we beat Vanderbilt um, pretty soundly, by the way, on my birthday. Shout out to me. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Do you agree? They, uh, where's that at? That's that's uh the seventh, and it's at um at Missouri Arena. Yeah, that's def- that's definitely a win. If we lose to Vanderbilt, we're she is. Yeah, that's a win. Um, next Texas A and M at College Station. A and M's, A and M's kind of sneaky good. I've They're watched them a couple. Good. They are. You're right. Really talented. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna rebound big. We're gonna get a win there. I think so too. I think we beat AM. I think that's kind of like a like a Kobe Brown, like a game he had against Illinois. That's kind of one of those games where he just That's erupted. the thing, dude. And that's what Jackson was saying previous when I had him on, is that we have we have like three to five guys that at in any game can take over. We've got we've got Hodge that can take over, Kobe can take over. Um I have a feeling Golston could take over if he really wanted to. We have Mosley who could take over. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know the situation with him. However, um, that was one of Jackson's points, and I completely agree. And it's it's the reason that I think with any of these teams, we do have a real shot. I want to preface that before we go through all these games is that um, this season, more than any, I think, they're so 50-50. And so we're just going through and giving predictions. And then in hindsight, we can go back and look. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I do think we beat Texas A&M. I'm going to agree with you there. And uh, next we got Flor- we got Florida. We're playing Florida at Gainesville, the 14th. Florida has – oh, my God. I always forget what that, that tall-ass white dude's name is, but he's really good. Uh, um, I can't remember his name. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I really haven't seen Florida play, to be quite honest with you. So um, I'm going to defer to you because um, you're talking about a white dude. I don't know. I don't know much about Florida. Um, let me see what they're looking like. So Florida, Florida has had some really solid wins to start off this year, but they've also had a couple really shaky losses. Mm-hmm. And last year we lost them by one. The year before we beat them by one on a Drew Smith buzzer beer layup. <laughs> Drew Smith, shout out. Shout out Drew Smith. Yeah. Ms. Land. Uh, starting a game, starting a couple of games for Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I, um, he was previously with their G League team, and I was keeping up with the Heat for Drew Smith. I support all Mizzou players, um, in any of the pro leagues, um, Nick Bolton especially. 
Shout out to Nick Bolton with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm always keeping a close eye on him and how he's doing. Um, Now, I'm looking right here. Florida lost to um, Florida Atlantic earlier this year. A couple of losses. Yeah. Yeah, Wasn't that at home, too? Um, I, I guess I can pull it up. That was, yeah, at Florida. That is yeah. embarrassing, bro. What? Florida Atlantic. Like, they've had a couple losses where you're like, how the hell is this team losing to them? Ah, uh, that's tough. I, I, I think Mizzou takes it. Just, I mean, just based off that. And, that, you know, you can say, oh, it was just a bad game for Florida. But um, we've taken care of our cupcakes, and Florida cannot stay the same. Um, so, for that reason, I'm going to take Mizzou there. And it, um, did you have a pick for that yet? Or I'm going to take us as well because at least in our games, like the SEMO game was way too close, but at least we still pulled out the win. Right. Like to right. lose the it's just embarrassing. It's, unac- yeah. it's, it's unacceptable. Um, January 18th, we've got Arkansas again. Um, this one, right? What's up? This one's in Missouri, correct? This one's this one's in Missouri Arena. We have Arkansas, uh, January eighteenth. It's a Wednesday, and uh, I think either one of the Arkansas th- games, I think we're gonna win. I think our, our, I think our team is too competitive. I don't think we're gonna get beat twice by any team this year. Um, in any case, I think they're the only team that we play twice. No, we play AM. And we play Mississippi State twice, and we play never we play a lot of guys twice. Um, never mind, but I think uh, Dennis Gates has these guys playing at such a high level, and um, they're all very hard workers. And so, for that reason, I'm going to take Mizzou January 18th at Mizzou Arena. I think uh, they're really going to come in firing after a, a nice Florida win. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that, and especially if my prediction is right, where we kind of get kind of get manhandled by Arkansas and Fayetteville, I think that I think that we take this one. That's kind of like a a game where they're gonna be fired up for they're not gonna they're not gonna want to lose to the same team twice. No. No. Especially when you're in the same conference as them. For sure. It's just especially not a, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Well football we're not rivals because we just own them. But like <laughs> not. um they, Samuel Stimson, if you're watching, that is a shot directly at your football team. Um, Luke is essentially <laughs> calling your program poverty. So I mean, you guys it, haven't jack shit in the last 25 years. So I don't know you guys. After the bike ride, um, <laughs> after the bike ride, it's gone downhill, and Sam knows all about that. Now that's neither here nor there. We're going to get into Alabama next. Um, we played on the 21st. That one's at Missouri Arena as well, and. Uh, Alabama is another team that looks really good, in my opinion. Um, are they still ranked fourth, or they moved down? Uh, let me see. Alabama basketball. They were up there. I, it's, um, shoot. Alabama is ranked. Uh, they are ranked currently nine, number nine in oh, the so nation. Five. I know they That's lost a game. I didn't know they dropped five. Still though, still top nine, 10 team. Nine and two with a with a solid um schedule right now. 
yeah, they've played some they've played some good teams and they've pulled out a lot of good wins. Yeah. And I'm gonna say about that is most of the time Alabama is higher ranked than us. Either we're mm-hmm. unranked, they're ranked, or we're ranked and they're ranked higher. But we always find a way to play them so well. Yeah. Like even our shitty team last year still managed to beat them at home and you let Boogie Coleman drop fifteen on you. Like you have to give up at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and Boogie Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Ms. Legend Boogie Coleman. Boogie Coleman. Only person that I've seen that looks ugly in a sweatband. But I don't know. They're really good. Do we play good. them twice? Um, that's the first time we play them. And then uh maybe in the SEC champion uh the SEC tournament, but other than that, no, we don't have them on the schedule. I'm gonna say I'm a very optimistic fan here, and since it's at, since it's in Columbia, and we beat them in Columbia the last two or three years, I think we pulled that one out too. Okay, so you have Mizzou taking down number nine currently, Alabama. Um, I think at the twenty first. I think at that point we're a ranked team, and uh, unless they just go on some crazy run, yeah. I see us losing by two or three points or winning by two or three points i i i think we either lose in a close one or we we win it outright by like 10 points um i i really don't think it's going to be anywhere in between um but i'm going to err on the side of disappointment because i am a mizzou fan um and i'm going to say that alabama takes it but in a close one i do think that we compete very well and i think we do pretty much all all season here um that being said, we have Ole Miss next. Ole Miss next. Uh, they we played on the twenty fourth, and that one's in Oxford. I see this kind of a trap game. That's one of those mm. games where you're like, I think that like we go in and we're favored and kind of playing some really good basketball. I can't like I kind of feel like that's a game where we get slapped in the mouth and we take an L. Okay, that happened to us, you know. Mizzou fans, especially the 2020 team, the COVID team with... That has happened quite literally every year that we've been good in any sport. Yeah, we always have that one game where we are favored to win and should win, and we just kind of lose. Like, we play... Let's say our predictions are right, and we just play a very close Alabama game, win or lose. And I kind of feel like this is a game where we just lose by 15 points randomly. Yeah. Yeah, no, by the way... Michael. By the way, Ole Miss is eight and four right now. They lost to Memphis. They've lost to Oklahoma. Um, UCF as well, right? They have lost to UCF, who we beat in a buzzer beater. Shout out, um, Dre Golston. Yeah, Dre Golston. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I, I do think we lose to Alabama, but then I think we bounce back and beat Ole Miss. I have the opposite of you. I think we beat Ole Miss after losing to Alabama. Um, and then okay. we moved to we moved to Iowa State, a non-conference game. This one's going to be on ESPN, and um, uh, it's in it's in Mizzou Arena. I think we win that one, and I I plan on going to that game because I'll be back by then, um, and I really want to see a slaughter. So I think we <laughs> win. I think we win that game, and I think it's we win it outright by fifteen or more points. I haven't watched much of Iowa State. I haven't heard much of Iowa State. I know Iowa's good. I have no idea how good the Cyclones are. I think we should take that in the uh, 
isn't that the SEC Big Twelve challenge? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, we we had yeah they're in the Big Twelve, and that's the Big Twelve challenge. Now let me see what the record is. They have lost. Oh, can I comment on the Ole Miss game really quick? Sure. Ole Miss and UCF when they played, UCF started out winning twenty-one nothing. I know they they do a similar thing to us. Similar thing to us where they got out to a really hot start. I, I think I remember that vividly. They might have, actually. By I the way, the Iowa State took down UNC this year. That's right. They were their first loss. Yeah. They were their first loss. Yeah, so they've shown that they can come after a team at any time. I think they're on the border of getting ranked right now, to be quite honest with you. I think they have they have two losses. Either way, I, I do think that we take care of Iowa State um, pretty well. I think we play really well at home and with the Mizzou – arena that's uh rocking like it does when we are good at sports i think we certainly take them down when we're not roaming around 500 yes in mediocrity once every three years basically when kim anderson is not our coach (laughs) or actually yeah that's that's pretty accurate actually yeah yeah the Kim Anderson era, something I would like to forget. Now, we're going to get into LSU now on that note. Um, we play LSU. I don't know if you have if you know about LSU. I knew about LSU last year when they had Xavier Pinson, who last year was, to me, the one who got away because I thought he was very talented and very fun to watch. Um, him and Kunzo didn't have a great relationship. Wait, him and who? Him and Kunzo didn't seem to see eye to eye. That's why Kunzo's gone now. So... Yeah, uh, Pinson down in New Mexico State with, I believe he's with uh, last year, Dejuan Gordon, former Mizzou player last oh. year. Oh, yeah, sure. I believe they're in they're their backcourt, which is actually a pretty solid backcourt. It's a New good backcourt. Who I think, I th- oh, I think it's either New Mexico or New Mexico <clears throat> State. Defeated. Oh, I got either you. Two teams are still undefeated, which is yeah one of the teams left actually i'm i'm taking a look at lsu's um i'm taking a look at lsu's track record right now and i'm seeing a big mizzou win i'm seeing a a, i'm seeing a big time mizzou win um these guys let's look at their just looking at their last um four games holy crap no looking at their last like Let's look at all their games. I'm going to go through all their games. They probably have the smallest win differential of any team right now with all these cupcakes. So they played, LSU played East Tennessee State, and they won by four points. That was their last game. Then they played Winthrop the game before, won by a mere eight points. Then they played North Carolina Central, and they they, uh, won by 10. They played Wake Forest, only won by two. They played... Texas Arlington and only won by four. They played Wofford and only won by three. Um, they lost to Kansas State in a close game. They they did beat Akron by 15. Um, and then they beat Illinois State by quite a bit. Other than that, they've been taking care of business, I'd say. But those, that's a rough run there. I mean, granted, they're winning the games, but you've got a really 
really struggle to uh, struggle with these teams. And so for that, for that reason, I'm going to take Mizzou um, by quite a bit right now. If, I mean, what do you think? Is that in, uh, what's it, Baton Rouge, I think? Is that in there? Um, no, 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 no. We, we've got that one um, at Mizzou Arena. Oh, that's a win. That's a yeah, win. it's a win. Win for sure. Um, and, you know, to get more descriptive, I do think we win by – double digits but uh we're just going wl right now uh mississippi state that one's in starkville mississippi we said we play them twice we we do we play them pretty close to each other as well within like 17 days we play them twice we're definitely gonna split i think, think this one might, i think we'll split them okay it's very hard to lose to a team twice, but it's also very hard to beat a team twice. Yeah. Like, twice, especially in the same conference as you, is a very tough task. Yeah. That's why I think, completely off topic, if we somehow get an Ohio State-Michigan college football championship, I think Ohio State wins it. Now, I want to remind you, Mississippi State is currently ranked, although they have a loss to Drake this year. Ooh, when was that? Was that early? No, that was our last game. Oh, and they're still ranked? Uh, the, the rankings, new rankings might not have come out yet since that. Uh, that was, wait, no, that was a while ago. Um, Their next game's tomorrow, but they haven't played since the 20th. I guess a lot of teams are like that, but um, I guess before that they had a good, they had a good win somewhere. They beat Utah, they beat Marquette. They beat really nobody else. I don't see why they're ranked. Maybe because they were undefeated, but yeah, they lost to. Missouri just... get that. We can be undefeated. All we want, we don't get that love. Yeah, no, we really don't get that love. We should we should have been ranked. Um, we're still in AP if you go by voter points. <clears throat> we're thirty second or thirty third. While Illinois is somehow. Yeah, you know that's 20... just ridiculous. I just don't understand it. Like you just lost by twenty five. We have we have one blemish. We have one blemish. We have um, one loss to the number six team in the country. Yeah, and you know, granted, we by thirty nearly, but we also just beat the eighteenth ranked team by twenty five. So I don't understand that logic. I think I think we went outright Mississippi State. I would think we beat them both times. I think we get the season sweep. I, I agree with you. It's tough to do, but I think we I think we beat them twice. Um, okay. That being said, we moved to South Carolina, and when um, when we own them, I don't care what anyone says. It's a win. It's a win. Okay. You think they, have, they do have who is a tough buck? If you don't know him, he reclass. He's only seventeen. He re or he might have just turned eighteen, but he's have who? His name is Gigi Jackson. He was supposed to be class of twenty three. Okay. And he reclassed and uh, went in this year, and he's he's legit. He's a great okay. player. So he's so the only guy to give us buckets. So we look out for him, but other than that, we take uh, we take the W there. Yeah, I see him as kind of like a guy like Anthony Edwards was on Georgia. Oh wow! So he, you think he's like an, an NBA lock? Yeah, he's an NBA lock. Like he's not Anthony Edwards good, but he's very similar to like he's their one guy on a kind of mediocre team who's gonna drop 20, 25 every night, 
he'll probably he might he probably be a lottery pick if he goes this year maybe next year i gotcha um yeah so i think we we get two i think we get four i think we get five wins straight there we got a five win streak going into tennessee and then i think we take an l because that's that one's in knoxville um tennessee is just really well coached um very disciplined they've got a lot of good players this year and i think we take a loss there yeah tennessee recently has just owned us in every sport like every they're sport. Also, but they're also ranked in like every sport doesn't matter like baseball they were number one in the country last year for nearly the entire year the vols are and if you're a vols fan you are on cloud nine right now because all um sports seem to be firing on all cylinders they have a lot of nil money um a lot of alum money coming in and um that's the peyton manning effect and you know i think um Tennessee successes. It's nice to see good, good for the Vols, and uh, but I do think we lose to them on February 11th, which is a Saturday, and so we move to Auburn. That's in um, Knoxville. That's in Knoxville. So I th- I see a loss. That's going to be a loss for us. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, then we move to Auburn, the 14th, and I think we take care of Auburn. Although it's in a close one, I think that that game's always uh, competitive. Yeah, even like a game like last year, like we, I will say that was our biggest crowd last year when we played Auburn. We packed the house. We played them insanely competitively, like so much closer than it should have been. I think the spread was almost 30 points in favor of Auburn. We lost by two, one, something like that. Um, Yeah, somewhere around there. Let me, let me check and see. Yeah, it was one of the closest games, probably the best game we played last year. For an eleven and twenty-one team to play the number one team, in the one country. point, one point oh, loss. Oh my god! One point loss at that, uh, and at the time, I think they were number eight in the country. They were one. They were one. They oh, were I remember one. that. I remember that. I remember what you're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Looks correct. They were number one uh, in the nation, and we lost to them by one. I was watching that whole game live. Um, I was proud of the way we fought, and. Um, to go down by one was heartbreaking in true Mizzou fashion, but you know, we fight on as we always do. I don't, I'm going to say we fight on. I say we move on because <laughs> that's not. <laughs> and in the words of Luke Delore, we move on. I'm pretty uh, sure. we got. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm pretty sure we got blown out the next game too. So, oh. Well, that's neither here nor there. We moved to Texas A&M, um, the 18th, and that one's at Mizzou Arena. I do think we win this one. I think that's a dub. Yeah. I think especially we... the first game. We're yeah. Take a win. I, I completely agree with you. And we moved to Mississippi State next, which I've already stated is a win. I think we um, we sweep them. We go for the sweep because that one's at Mizzou Arena as well. And you can give your take there if you'd like. Yeah, I had us losing the first game, and even if we do win that first game, I still see us winning this game because, I mean, at this point, if our predictions are somehow correct, which they're not going to be, but that's the Uh, fun. Speak for yourself, kiddo. I really really think I'm locking these down. We'll somehow find a way to lose by 45 to Iowa State. (laughs) And for some reason, we're going to have, like, five dudes get hurt or something like that no this is our year 
this is our year to squeak in the tournament because the voters hate us. And then we're <laughs> and squeaking get screwed in. by the refs in the first round. We squeak in as the eighth seed and we lose the ninth like Oklahoma like we did last <laughs> Okay. The Tiger way. The Tiger way. That's right. Now, next game, we move to Athens, Georgia, and we've got Georgia. That's the 25th. Um, Georgia's program has kind of been in shambles ever since Ant left. Yeah, they didn't. Sh- we I, take I that one. I think that's a light, easy win. We take that one by um, by double digits, I think, and then we move to LSU, who we beat by a lot. Um, blast game, in my opinion. Uh, that's what I think will happen. But then, uh, in this game, I think it's closer. But I think we take the win there as well. I think LSU is a very sweepable team. Yeah. Very sweep. This year, so, especially. Yeah, especially with them, kind of. Like you were saying earlier, been really playing down to their competition. Yeah. And us kind of riding this huge wave. We're usually known for that. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the year, I was kind of thinking, like, damn, we're only beating these teams by eight points, and we should be beating them by 38 points. Yeah. Like the first game, I started in Indiana. Shout out to that one white dude with the beard. Oh, my God. Seven from three in the second half. Just. Don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, shout out to Southern Illinois. That was a performance I have never seen before from the three point line. Um, I'm talking 16 in the second half. Yeah, that was crazy. Just craziness. Dude, was about it. Yeah, he was really upset. He was having an episode over it, and uh, he was really wondering why we can't shoot in the same way. Um, that being said, um, we moved to Ole Miss, and I think we lose this just because. I think we have to lose right before the tournament. Um, I think we just get a punch in the face before the tournament, which is good for us because then I think we're geared up for the tournament, um, the SEC I tournament. Gonna, I wouldn't mind losing kind of these, kind of these games towards the end because I feel like you can't just come in and win all these games because I feel like it's just bad karma. You can't pull a uh, uh, who is it that always does that? Is that Villanova that goes like? 30 yeah. and 0 and then loses in the t- yeah it's we're not gonna do that um i do think that we lose to Ole Miss and that means, yeah that's- that being said if my predictions are correct um i got one two three I- i've got us at five or six losses all season which would be I would be so, so happy with that. Um, and we have the ability to do better than that, and we have the ability to do much, much, much worse than that. Um, but uh, that being said, this was – I think this was a this was a pretty successful um, pretty successful uh, podcast, I'd say. Luke, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would agree with that. And my last words would probably be, it all really depends on – if you can just continue to play like, like the game against Illinois, Kobe's not going to drop 30 every single game, which I would love him to. I would, I would love that. But there's a who is going to have guys who are bigger than us because we run Kobe at center. He's 6'8. You can't issue. win every game with Kobe at 6'8. That's the it's one issue you have. If we can win, if we can, I'm sorry, if we can have less than eight losses it's just such a big building block for this program for sure we'll lose five six seniors 
but just like the attention and the people that are going to want to come here. And if players see that Dennis Gates has three returners and he has eight losses in a season, that's a very attractive little um, stat there. And I think a lot of guys will take notice and say, I can succeed here. I can get to the next level here. Um, a, a great example of that is Jordan Clarkson, who will square up with anybody in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Clarkson will he, – he'll cook – he'll put you in a blender. Like, if you can, if you search up Jordan Clarkson ISO highlights or, like, ankle breakers – Even just his normal highlights, dude, his highlights are nasty. Like, that one where he, like, dunks on somebody and he, like, hangs on the rim with one hand. That's, like, yeah. one of the coolest dunks I've ever seen. And it's... then he, he will – if you're stepping up on him, he will break you down. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Very, very underrated, very Completely. skilled player. Very skilled player, yeah. My dad my dad doesn't have fond memories of him because he felt like he was a disappointment at Mizzou, which that's his take, whatever. He, but, he's certainly gone, gone to the next level in the NBA, sure. and I'm happy for him because um, he was with the Lakers in his earlier days, um, I think yeah. like in the Lonzo Ball era, which was – and the uh, – who is this guy who is doing this? Oh my, oh, my God. Nick Young. Nick Young. The Nick Young era, like the late Kobe days. Um, Jordan Clarkson was there. Jeremy so, Lin. Yeah. Lakers <laughs> legend, Jeremy Lin. Lakers legend. Well, good, man. Um, so we've, we've got the Tiger. Both of us are pretty optimistic about the season. we got the Tigers doing well. That being said, let me know what you think about the new mic. Um, let me know what you think about the Jackson interview. Let us know what you think about our predictions. Um, Luke, thank you for coming on, my friend. And uh, you're always welcome to come on. And um, if you haven't yet, go check out his podcast. He's starting up one. It's called the Gray Guy Podcast. He already has an Instagram up on it. Um, he's going to be rolling out content about – you want to take us through it, Luke, um, before we get out of here? So all I need to do <clears> is just give me – I have to get the yearly purchase for the uh... – for the, the RSS, Republic. yeah, for the for mm. that, for the yeah. Uh, after that, it's gonna be probably two episodes, maybe even three a week. Yeah, gonna start especially with your high school schedule. Um, especially once the basketball season's over, you're gonna really be able to roll those out and with a with a high volume, and uh, it's it's really fun to do. It's nice to see um, other podcasts rolling out, and you know we can all help each other out. So go check out Luke's. And with that being said. This is Sports Society, um, Mizzou Scheduled Predictions, Jackson, Francois Interview. Um, that's a wrap, Luke. I'll see you around, buddy. All right. Thanks, Faust. Yep.